There was a kid in my high school that had mono. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had mono once. His, I think he milked it. The mono thing's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It, people, I mean, it's this thing that makes you not have to do anything. <laughs> There's it's nobody a, that can it's help a milking. It's yeah. that got. makes you not do have to do anything unless the kid at our school that got it, he was like, man, I just felt like I wanted to get out tonight and try to come to this party. <laughs> He made it to the party. He hadn't been to school in months or whatever, you know. But he would, you know, he go, I just, I just need to get out. I've been in the house for so long. I just need to get out, you know. I guess I can have a beer. Wasn't it super (laughs) contagious, too? It was something like like that. Kind of like COVID. Like you go somewhere with it. I never bought into it. Holy shit. My sister missed like six weeks of school because of it. Something. But you, but it's one of those like every you can milk every disease, and every right. disease is hard not to if you have it. Like yeah. if you have a disease, you oh. have to work hard to not milk that disease. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is, and certain diseases are really hard not to milk I, because they're very vague uh, range of possible outcomes. But yet you have the disease, so yeah. not milking a disease takes uh, it some. You know, work and integrity. It says, it says it's a member of the herpes family. Oh, and it really? could be it could be an STD, but it doesn't really have to be an STD. I mean, it's everything. That's why they said it was like that's what I'm saying. It's the, the broader ended thing. Yeah, you get the saliva, kissing that are real, but that but certain certain ones just to you know get a lot of Lyme a, disease. You know, that's Lyme one. disease is one of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm people, not saying it's not real. I'm saying it's very broad. And hard to, if you think you have Lyme disease, or even if you do have it, it's very hard not to think every negative feeling yeah. you have is it and prevents <laughs> you from something somebody wants you to do. And how it could people, be. But, right, I was going to say, how many people do you think have milked cancer? Many. Mm. For sure. For, okay. Like just all, almost you? all yeah. people that have had it, to, either a little or a lot, or a time. Like if you've had cancer, well, you milked no, that. I mean, not people that it was terminal, they were going to die. Not terminal. I mean, what you can't milk You mean bad. people that so, you still What are you talking about? It. You milk it all the way well, to the end. Could, what are you talking about? Well, well, I mean, they're, they're, they're not milk, milking. milking. I mean, it's that. pretty bad. It's, it's yeah, not you get I mean, a little they, milk out of it. How are you going to get a little? You're not going to get a little. What is the milk? That's what they want to bring you a milk to your bed where you're dying? Make a wish is that. But they're dying. Yeah, they're, they're dying. dying. That's the, that's, the, that's the, what you can get the most. It. You get a lot out of that. So you're what? saying that is just milking regardless, not like being malicious about it. No. Well, you're just I'm talking about malicious. I'm just saying when I'm sick. If, if LeBron James know. tells a kid who has cancer, I'll, I'll, I'll help out and I'll meet the kids and I'll you know yeah. sign stuff. <laughs> and of course they're going to say yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. I would too. Uh, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Stands on Seinfeld promised the one sick kid that Paul O'Neill would hit two home runs. <laughs> and Paul O'Neill's like, why'd you do that? It's hard to hit home run. Oh, That's milking, milking though. Cancer. I mean, I if, you had, if you had a cow, would you milk it? Oh, yeah. Okay. If you have something you can milk and milk can come out of it, you do that. That's the point. That you milk things to. There you go. It's natural. It's normal. That's not bad. Now, yeah, you can over milk or you can <laughs> yeah. appropriately milk any disease. I'm not, I'm not, well, no, there's different, <laughs> there's different levels. If you have the flu, 
You milk it with your wife. Uh, bring you me this. It. Bring me that. Whatever. To a degree you know. that's appropriate or yeah. beyond the degree that's appropriate. Yeah. With any disease, if you have a terminal disease, it's probably harder not to milk it because it's not like I've very never milkable. milked it when I had the flu. It's not that, you know. <laughs> you know I've never once milked it when I had the flu. You never had somebody that. bring you soup? Nothing? When I was very sick? That's not <laughs> milking it. That's just somebody yes, being nice is. and bringing you a soup. got up and got that soup. Could have got you up. You could have got well, the fucking soup milk, yourself. Milk, you so, had the flu so bad you couldn't walk to the fridge. <laughs> That's happened before. Yes, I could not walk well, to the fridge. Okay, we're looking at two different perspectives here. They're yeah. viewing milking it as not a net, a real. Negative. I know, right? So I'm saying that just, everybody but, who's ever had cancer is faking it. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. It's all fake. Damn. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, I mean, look, crisis every, actors. Every, <laughs> right. Everybody who did do anything cool in the world has cancer, and the younger you are, the cooler it is. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true. <laughs> of course, you know, cancer is terrible. Everybody knows that. Oh, everybody nobody, knows that. It's the one thing that everybody thinks they're going to get. They, they are. are scared the most of. Did they? they probably, well, yeah, probably. Is cancer just like in the last century or something? Did it exist before a certain time? Like yeah, maybe they didn't it's call it been around. They didn't call it cancer or something. It was something else, but it was that's what it was. Well, right? it ca- cancer causes something to eventually kill you that isn't the cancer. Right. So you, it still is a something that eventually causes a cause of death, but the cause of death isn't usually cancer or something. That the cancer causes, so it would have showed. It wouldn't have showed up like, you know, wouldn't know if somebody had leukemia. They would have just had. They would have had something. They would have called some mystery thing, well, and they would have died. The earliest cancerous growths in humans were found in Egyptian and Peruvian mummies dating back to fifteen hundred BC. So that means like moles and stuff, right? Like cancerous tumors. Yeah, yeah, They didn't have sunscreen. Um, yeah, nope. they didn't have sunscreen, so. Yeah, one time, yeah. one of my dad's dogs had cancerous lumps on it. Think of a lot. Damn. Mm-hmm. And my dad tried to cut them out with a knife. <laughs> Did it work? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I think he actually like got would. some stuff out. I mean, I, you know, it's surgery. I mean, I guess he if he could see yeah. him, he thought, well, I can get him. How did he put him down? I think he probably to, did, but the dog, do I think, it. eventually died. Huh? Like, how did he subdue the dog? Uh, that's a good question. He stabbed I don't, it. <laughs> it was already dead. <laughs> he fucking killed the dog. <laughs> no, but he did stuff like that all the time. But I remember that was one instance. He's like, well, I'm paying. What am I going to pay? A vet. <laughs> Back then, you did not take dogs. dogs. No, I don't remember anybody taking their dog to the vet. I never heard of it. I mean, they but it like, existed. I know. I mean, I'm sure some people did, obviously. But I mean, no, the vet was for like horses and stuff, right? Like that. Not for yeah, your, right. your dog. You just let it die, or you yeah. shot it in the head like yellow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. they're what I mean, that's people. What they the, people take care of their dogs to a ridiculous extent nowadays. Well, we take care of our. We extend the lives of humans way past what we should as well. <laughs> we do. I mean, we. That, I'm just saying. You, God, what the hell is happening on this show? <laughs> I, when, I'm just saying. There's when you get to that end of life stuff, you, and there's hospice and palliative care. That is 
you can choose to do that, and more and more people do, but we're also getting more and more technologies that help you live longer with a terrible quality of life. That's a real issue. You know, we're going to be able yep. to extend people's horrible lives for 50 years soon, where they're laying in a bed in horrible agony for 50 years, not dying because we can keep them alive. That's true. Yeah. No, it's I a agree. problem. It'll, it's going to be bad. I wish to God technology and, would quit keeping me alive. It's, I mean, it's, 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 I would it's, love it if tech quit. Let me That's why go. you have a do not resuscitate and stuff like that, because you don't want to yeah, be do not kept alive with machines, me. but do what about not. when the machines can keep you alive when you're... Body's 95 years old and barely can live, but they have machines that can keep it alive. <laughs> now, what if you're having a killer sex dream with, like, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. But you're in a coma. But then you're, like, you're, you know that, you're shit, I did cl- that do not resuscitate shit. Yeah. And I want yeah. this. Let, I wish this could just keep going. But they're about to pull the plug on me. How do I yeah. let them know, hey, it's pretty tight where I'm at right now? Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Like what if that we don't know that maybe it's really good. But what if what, do you think? what if they intuitively were like, no, he wants to live. Like your eyes, closed eyes were like rapidly moving underneath <laughs> the eyelids, or whatever. <laughs> and they saved you, and they said they they did resuscitate you, and it immediately turned from Scarlett Johansson to Colin Yost <laughs> forever, forever. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're just banging a dude, right? <laughs> Permanent sex dream with somebody yeah. forever. Oh god, you were your own brain tricked you to stay alive to do something like that to you. What do y'all think? <laughs> it probably turned out like, pretty good after three or four years. Yeah, you get used to it. Maybe three, four minutes. Well, and he's funny. Yeah, he'd be telling yeah. jokes, <laughs> crack a joke. Probably maybe tear y'all you could up, you blow your write bottom some bits out together. <laughs> what do y'all think it's actually like in a coma? Is it just like sleep? Like you're just sleeping, and then when you wake up, it's like, wow, that was fast. It's possible. It's like you're in a five-year coma, and it feels like overnight. I don't think you remember current uh, conscious time, like everybody else is living and stuff. I don't think you – I think you wake up and go, oh, I guess I fell asleep. Oh, my God, it's been five years. Yeah, I don't – No time. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you – I mean – but you don't really know what it's like when you're actually asleep 99.9% of the time anyway. Right. So no. comas, not even, you don't even know what it's like <laughs> last night when you were asleep. Coma really is <laughs> You have no bad. idea. <laughs> the only thing that weirds me out is the, uh, you know, the, you're not, you can, you actually can hear, you just can't move or something. You know what I mean? Like you can hear and you actually just can't move. It's just like that's a called deeper, locked in syndrome, and that's right. really bad. That's not a coma. Yes, that is oh, right. conscious and aware and unable to respond with your body. Right, and that happens to some amount of people. Yeah, that one's bad. That's probably the worst there is of a something that can happen. But isn't that like when people are dying and they say they they can hear you, but they can't respond? Is that yeah. is that locked in? Is that what you're saying? Is that Something what that like is? That. Yeah, but it's not just necessarily when they're dying. I mean, it can happen no, to to you when you, you feel uh, weak. You know, yeah, where yeah. you you know, and there's been p- somebody people that have been like that for a really long time, and then somebody noticed they could blink a little bit, like in response right. to something, and they eventually Morse coded or did a yes and no, and eventually fe- like and communicated it. And I think a guy even wrote a book from that point of view. They all he could do is blink, and they didn't know for like <laughs> uh, forever that he was even conscious, and he kept. Blink eventually was able to get enough to blink at him and the, then communicate. What uh, more code? That, what are you talking terrible. about? Name of that book is called Tiny Gestures. Yeah. 
Can you imagine trying to blink just to get somebody's attention forever? I like, just don't open your eyes. Just don't talk about this anymore. This is worse than any horror film or anything. Reality. That's why I send y'all like broken ankles and blood yeah. and guts and stuff. I that's so much more fascinating than the uh, the movie stuff is just based on that. That's what's yeah. crazy to me. Is that all the stuff that scares you in a movie is just based on the react the stuff that you actually could go through? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Isn't that crazy? That's I mean, there's no there's nothing new in the yeah. movies. It's all copies of what we're afraid of because we should be. It's insane. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like the Maybe blob. Yeah. Maybe you uh, just feel super rested after a coma. <laughs> yeah, like like you get up and go, I don't you're just do, like, do, wow, do, yeah, that was a good one. <gasps> oh, <gasps> I feel good. good. That was a good sleep. Yeah. I don't understand uh, like injury coma, like where you get knocked out and you're in a coma and your head's swollen and all that stuff. And then one day, you know, they go, he'll never wake up. And then you do seven years later or something like that. Why did it take seven years? What was the the thing that woke you up because it can't just be your brain now has finally gotten rid of all the swelling it didn't it went down way before seven years you you know what i mean there had to be some kind of good signs of life for them to even keep you plugged in and then what so what is the thing that one day you go oh your brain clicks or something and allows you to wake up is it a neural path that connects and now you i mean it's it's weird that you'd be completely out and then because it's not just healing, I don't think. There's some kind of thing that moves. Pro- like you a, might, like you might be on the right track, track with rebuilding a pathway or something like that. You know, just that takes a long time to do. That was damaged. That's like fundamental for right. something. I don't know. What do y'all think is the longest coma survivor? Like how long? Look it up. Is how long? I'm looking it up right now. I'm, so I'm asking. What's the longest you? someone has Everybody been in a put coma their guess. and then came longest, back? Coma. Longest someone's oh, been in a coma. There's got to be some that are past 20 years. There's got to be a 20 year. Make a guess, I, my I'm friend. Gonna take your guess. Yeah. 69. There's a 69 year coma. I don't buy it. I'm going to say 31. No, I didn't say 69. No, 31. I said 69. Y'all are guessing. 31 years. 31, Matt. I got it at 20. I mean, I think it's probably. 20 plus 31's a good guess but in the 20s is my guess okay toby he said, I said 69. 69 oh 69 <laughs> 29 years wow good guess well, me and matt both kind of right years because of a massive stroke and suddenly <laughs> awakened that's what i'm saying <laughs> just like all of a sudden and then he's just oh um wow why would you keep 30 years alive for 29 years well I guess you could. That, I mean, that question is it just because really there's weird. brain activity? I mean, I don't something? understand. They, their body How has do you not kind of rot, right? Alive. Bed sores and stuff. It's like one day at a time. You're like, maybe they'll wake up today. Well, maybe you can't they'll wake kill up them. today. You know. Well, yeah, I know. So well, if I mean, they're alive, what are you going to do? Not yeah, feed I mean, them? Right. Yeah. Dang. I mean, sounds like an easy life. Free food. <laughs> <laughs> Milking it. Just once again, Lunzer, if you, knew, if you knew you could lay in bed for 29 years starting today, <laughs> would you do it? I guarantee that guy after nine years was like, I'm going to ride this out a little longer. So the last 20, we're milking it. For oh, sure. yeah, yeah. He milked it for 20 years. The, the last 20. He, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. They're like, like seven hours in, he opened his eyes like, this is too sweet. I'm not giving this shit up. He closed his eyes. <laughs> Think about him getting a book deal. What is he going to write about? 
<laughs> that would be a funny sitcom. It's a guy that has to pre- keep pretending that he's in a coma, but he sneaks out of the hospital and goes and does fun stuff. <laughs> and he gets back with something. <laughs> They start finding him immediately as he just closed his eyes sitting in like a, a car or something. How did he get out here? It's like, uh, that'd be like Weekend at Bernie's meets Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, oh. uh, speaking of horror, horrible things, uh, the worst possible thing just happened to me. Colonoscopy? Uh, what, what do you think is the worst thing, I think? What's the worst thing for me? You have cancer? No, no, no. Okay. I mean, the thing that I feel Worse like than that. I just mentally like, like, oh God, oh. no way! I got to do this. Oh, no. you fell meet asleep a, on meet the couch a fan? And that, no. Yeah, hang out pull, with fans. Pull my <laughs> shirt up. Attacks, pull my shirt up in, shirt a, up in a room with people. <laughs> oh, I had to go get a physical. fucking physical. So uh, I'm gonna be as <laughs> while I'm at home because we, you know, we only got the cruise left this year. I'm gonna substitute teach. I was like, I'll make a little extra money. And might get at, be get to teach you know teach my kids at school, middle school or yeah. elementary school. But you have to get your fingerprints. You got to get a physical within the last ninety days. You got to pay all these fees. It's really crazy. But um, so I went to get a physical, but my doctor's backed up till like late October. I was like, well, that stinks. And they said, well, you can just go to this that, such and such, and we can get you in on Monday night. They do it at like 6.30 at night. I was like, I've never gone to the doctor for a physical at 6.30 p.m., but I'll do it. I get there, and it's... A, it's a, after they're closed out back. No, no, <laughs> no. It's, it's the student training, doctor training. That's it. Okay. That's it. So I walk into this room, and it's two young ladies and a young dude, and yep. then they proceed to ask me questions that I just... I don't... I mean, they were asking me questions about, like, Jess and the kids. Yeah, they're like, eager. I, I mean, I was like, this is, you know, I understand, but that, that, I mean, I guess holistically it could all apply, but I just wanted to get this quick little physical so I could just get them to sign this paper that says I could be a sub, you know? And, but so we're sitting there, everything's fine. I'm answering all these questions. So it's the longest, most questions about every possible thing on earth. Um, and then she goes, okay, I need to listen to your chest. And so you sit on that thing, and you're, you're sitting. You know, when you sit, your belly, it's not as good. If you're standing, you can do a little more with your belly. Yeah, when you're sitting, you can't do much. She goes, it. can you pull up your shirt, please? And the other two are just standing right in front of me with just all. And, and I just confidently go, I'm not acting nervous or anything. I just pull that thing right up, but I just saw him look at my belly. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst thing, like they didn't. I mean, but I they were like, supposed to be looking at. I your belly know, though, but right? I was like, shit. And so then, and then you know, she pulls up. Then she goes, "I need to hear your lungs too." And I was like, "But when I," she's like, "Can you pull up your shirt?" So I had to pull it up again <laughs> from the back. But then that made the belly come up too. Still, and my belly's just out. And I'm just like, shit. You gotta be kidding me! Can't you just sign the fucking paper? You're just listening to my lungs, and it's not that. I mean this. They've been doing the same thing for a hundred years at least. There's not any new technology with the physical. It isn't anything. It's mainly the ask she, you if you're she healthy. Hitting, yeah, she was hitting my knee doing no, the, they say the what's that called the you know the thing where they tap reflex, your knee reflex. Yeah, and she she said I'm not good at this, and then she tried. So I just faked it. <laughs> the doctor. I just I just kicked my leg out both times. I was like, what? <laughs> what? You know? I mean, they saw me walk in. <laughs> They saw me walk and stand up and walk to the uh, uh, yeah. bed. You got to hit my knee to test my reflex. You saw me walking. 
I mean, anyway, so it wasn't their fault. And I, I, I was really nice to them, but I was just so, I was like, shit, why do I have to do, I mean, at least one doctor, okay, I pull up my shirt, you know, it's me and him, but not like three students. Were were they they attractive? Was that it? Yeah. Well, no, they they were attractive, but I mean, it was more, I wouldn't care if they were the ugliest people on earth. I would, I was dying inside my heart. So they didn't mess with your, your nuts. I was like, am I going to pull, I was like, am I going to pull my (laughs) cock out? (laughs) Is that what's about to happen next? Oh, already, is that? Like, I a medical is, am I supposed to be invite in the rest of the class? class can I go in here? Yeah. Come on! Can I in. get the last twenty five percent of humiliation? I've already been seventy five percent humiliated. Let me just go ahead and with the last twenty five percent pull my dick out. And but you would prefer to pull your dick out over lifting your shirt. Yeah, that's probably like true. You would choose that, right? <sighs> Pants down or shirt up? Huh? Yeah. Pulling the dick out in front of people—that's pretty intimidating. You know that's what I mean? intimidating. Isn't yeah. it kind of funny? There's there's a lot of male gynecologists, but not a lot of female urologists. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I've only seen male urologists. I'm sure there's female urologists exist, but I, maybe. But <laughs> I'm sure there's some. I wouldn't go to one. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. There's no chance you couldn't. I definitely had a. I've definitely had my nuts out for a female. Yeah, yeah. I I have, too. I had an ultrasound once by a female uh, technician. She was an older lady. It was a little weird, but um, on my nuts. (laughs) I mean, they're just messing with those suckers. Just on there. Jelly and shit. I know. It's like, I mean, with the jelly, that's almost sex. <laughs> the jelly. When they Has an animal jelly. manipulated your genitals? Yes. Did she use lube? Yes. <laughs> Did you cheat on me? No. 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 It's not like that. That's a good oh. oh man, we gotta write that down. I thought I take that to an open mic. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Matt. Oh, I was watching something where it it what is. Does politics or anything matter at all? Like when I watch it, it is, it's all a farce. I can't believe yeah. it. I was listening to that, that, uh, do you hear the pharmacist guy on Joe Rogan? It's crazy. He, he sold mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals. The first one he ever sold was Cialis and he made tons of money and then life changed and all this stuff. But, uh, and he had to do, he started getting into, I guess, like SSRIs and stuff. And, and anyway, it was really crazy. Like he said that basically, there's like th- three, four, five insurance companies that run all of medical in the U.S. And everything goes through them 100%. And everything to them is about money. So like doctors, he said on average with your doctor, you get about seven minutes. Tonight, I got like 30 or 40 because they're students. But normally, my doctor is kind of like, oh, this? Okay. Yep, yep. And then if he tries to get any more tests or figure stuff out, a lot of times the insurance companies want to shut that down because they're having to pay extra and they just want the patient in seven minutes. Everything's fine. Prescribe them some meds. Get out. You know what I mean? It, like mm-hmm. it's, I was like, whoa! It, our medical is a joke. Everybody knows it, yeah. but mm-hmm. it is, and it's also maybe one of the best in the whole world. But only if you have plenty of money to pay for it. If you don't, yeah, for big ticket don't. stuff. If you need something right big, yeah. But I mean, like your femur breaking. Didn't the government pay for that? I don't know. I might owe somebody money for that. I'm not sure. I haven't heard from anybody. I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't think know. By now you would have heard something. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't really understand what but was I'm saying, going on. But do you think you could have gotten better care if you could have, if you'd have been rich, if you'd have been rich and could 
I mean, you might would have uh, no, gone a better I, doctor, or you think no, it was fine I what was, you got? University of Nebraska, supposedly the medical center there in Omaha was high. Oh, that's good. Well, I don't know. My doctor had a British accent, so I figured he yeah. must be Yeah, good. he's good. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Oh, that Perfect. means he's, he's, he's <laughs> I mean, he was, he was cool as shit. So. Oh, yeah. You're good, dude. Yeah. And you didn't have to pay, so nice. Yeah, it was just funny. They did just like, they're going to do it. Like, yeah. they weren't not going to do the surgery. That's, I, yeah. I remember... I mean, I might be wrong about it, but I remember when everybody's freaking out about healthcare and stuff and Obamacare. Yeah. And I was like, I got a femur surgery, and they just did it, right? And it was thirty five thousand dollars. Wow! What are you talking about? We don't have healthcare. I got it. I don't know if I owe them. I don't know. <laughs> I might sound <laughs> shitty, like, but that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know, like, yeah. what that meant, but I know they had to do it, and they did it. Yeah, well, that's true because they say if you don't have health insurance or even money you, you can never be turned away from they still just do it well but that but but that a situation where it's illegal to not have it and even if you don't have any money you get in get trouble fined. for not buying health insurance somehow yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember how yeah, you have to have works. health insurance yeah. now or something like it's illegal yeah. not to and you get in trouble if you don't buy it but what what do they do for people that don't have money i don't understand. I mean, also I the lunchers like Yours is like a one-off, though. But like, imagine yeah. the care you get if you need like six. You know, no, you're right. It, yeah, that's not health care. That was like an right. emergency, right? Yeah. So you're right. always in a life-threatening emergency. You're always pretty much taken care of. But then you get the shittier end of the deal once it starts getting into. Oh yeah, oh, there's I all kind of bad outcomes. Yeah, that... I got to go get seven rounds of chemo or something. You're like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, you're yeah, probably sure. getting rough. And the and the stuff is so expensive, man. I did, I told them the last time. I, I, I told the students, I was like, the last doctor I had really prescribed me a bunch of medicine. I didn't take any of it. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, so I just didn't want to, I mean, I was like, I didn't ask for any of that stuff. And then, you know, now you're asking me about it. Like the guy asked me, how's my pee stream, mm-hmm. right? He asked me, how's my pee stream? I said, well, not as good as it used to be. You know, I wish it was a little better, but it's fine. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm 46. My pee stream has changed a little bit, but everyone, you know, like I, I made the joke, it's as good once as it ever was. It's fine. He gave me this stuff. I was like, I'm not going to take that. Now, because he asked me that question, and I said, it's fine. I wish it was a little better. That Those students asked me, and I will always be asked for the rest of my life about my pee stream. That was just a, <laughs> I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. thought we were talking, and now all of a sudden I'm documented as maybe needing whatever that drug yeah, is. Yeah, you're now a candidate in a funnel for lifetime meds yeah you're almost over the threshold and then you will be part of the revenue stream of that medicine until the day you die right it once the day you once you go from being a candidate to a user of that drug and you will use it till you die it's a really good business it's like you went to a website and looked at something yeah they know you're close exactly right you're gonna cross over soon it's gonna pop up every customer now yeah yep Matt, you got screwed by the government today, or what? What you said? What, well, what? I did have a run in with the government t- this very day. That's true. <laughs> like big surprise. Don't there. tread on me, type run in. Like what? This what are we is just. Did you stand oh, your ground it, with your weapons? Nah this this one this one's easy. This this one is easy. It's the um, state tax people, the oh. excise tax and the B and O tax for Washington State. So they're very easy to handle because. To me, because they can't do anything. Do you know what I'm saying? They're not the federal government. Yeah. It's a state government, and it's an excise tax, and it's an insignificant 
relatively insignificant thing. And so I, you know, I don't get super, I don't usually get in fights with them. I usually ignore them kind of thing. But I get in fights with bankers really badly. Um, and a lot of times government, <clears throat> you know, officials and authorities. But it's really just this weird situation where they want me to do stuff and I don't have the same, you know, attitude as other people. And so, like, they call, they, it was our tax guy texted me and said that they were calling him trying to get in touch with me. I said, well, what do they need to get in touch with me for? And he said, stuff about the taxes or whatever. I said, well, I don't know anything about it, so they need to talk to somebody else. And she said, but they want to talk to you. I said, I know, but that's, what, that's why I hired you. <laughs> that's why I hired somebody, to, them to talk to about. I said, well, you know, what is it? And he said that they wouldn't talk. He said, okay. I, I said, let them talk to Devin or Kara or Katie or you. Because whatever it is, I'm not going to be able to answer the question. Like, there's nothing that right. they're going to want that I'm going to be able to give them. Right. Do you know what I mean? So I know there's an issue or a problem or a delinquency or whatever, but when they get me on the phone, I'm not going to be able to solve it. There's no chance I will, so why would they even talk to me, talk to somebody else? But they wouldn't. They never will. They'll only talk to me. But I don't ever talk to them, if that makes sense. I just ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> I just always ignore them, and I just don't Fuck ever yeah. do anything. But th- but yeah. so when they get somebody else, like Ben – He's thinking, uh-oh, the tax people want, uh-oh. But I don't have the same sense of urgency. So when, that, when I talk to them, it's just whatever. So she was like, she was like telling, but when we get to talking, they think, it's like they think I should be scared of them, but I'm not. That's what the conversation feels like. Like they're telling me, well, you got to do this or whatever. I'm like, well, I don't know anything about it. You know, they want me to do something, but I don't have any information or no. And so eventually she was like, yeah, we'll go to it's it's in collections. I was like, "Okay." (laughs) I I don't know. What do you want me to do? I said, but who who's the I said, because she wants me to figure out the amount of money I owe. And I said, well, how how's it in collections if I'm the one that's got to figure out how much I owe you? How much like where'd you get the number that I'm in collections for? Yeah. And then it's just like they they go. They've never heard people. Asked them, and she said something later, and she said, "Well, she said, um, can I call you back on on this number?" I said, well, "Yeah, but I won't answer." <laughs> so I'm doing, you know, and this is just like she's quiet because I'm not going to answer if she calls back. So she can talk to somebody, you know, she's going to send a form so we can talk to somebody else or whatever. But it's just like this really, yeah, uh, like they're used to sounding threatening and people being scared, but I just. I'm not going to pay it until they make me and then I'll pay it, whatever yeah. it is. But, or they can talk to somebody else. But, you know, I've dealt with them for 20 years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes we don't pay our state taxes and then sometimes they cancel our business license and then we have to pay a tax and a fee later to reinstate it. Right. But they always are trying to collect or whatever. But, the, you know, I just don't have the information or the ability to, to sort it out. So I don't, but that makes them feel frustrated, <laughs> yeah. you know, but there's nothing they can do because I'm not responsive. I don't jump right. when they say, I, but when I go to the bank, there's something I want and they always tell me no. So that turns, that's when I get hostile because I'm trying to do something. They won't let me, but when they want something from me, it's always a kind of a fun conversation because <laughs> I'm like, or else what? <laughs> that's what's going to happen. You know, so, that's where that is. 
That's funny. But yeah, I love you that. can't handle that stuff. No, because I can't is, do it. I don't know I mean, what they're talking about. It's like I know, the, but it's, it's like just, the garbage man. That whole thing. It's the same thing. With yeah, you. it's the, it's the garbage man you're dealing. And with. they're you expecting it. some amount of respect from me that they will not receive. But I'm not being. Hot. I'm not. I'm not aggressive. I just no. Am behaving a way that they're not used to, which is what who what can you do to me? Is my question. Yeah. Like, what happens if I don't? Like, I just. Don't feel the need to make them whatever they're wanting. I don't feel that I need to do it, and then that gets sometimes it gets fun. Uh, well, one thing I want to hear about is dumbass Lunser's been on what a world tour. You've been in New Orleans, and then you went to Furnace Fest. Yeah, yeah. I thought I went. Uh, you should not go to New Orleans. Anybody or me? Of course, you, any of us, for an extended period of time. It's bad news. Bad news for your for your body. Oh, oh, for your. What you just eat and drink? Unreal. Ate and drank unreal for a week. So I mean, I. It was like a crime against my body. Worse than tour has ever been because on tour it's like on tour you're going you know yeah. it's like you're super active and right. it's just like you know whatever but something about just being in a city and just treating yourself like shit yeah for a week you know it sounds kind of fun though. it was you're making it sound good well I love New Orleans I think New Orleans is maybe I've always been big on New York but I actually yeah. think New Orleans might be the best city for as far as culture and identity uh and all that type of stuff you know like the type of food they have is right new york you can find every type of food in the whole world but new orleans is the only place where you can really find that type of food yeah that type of vibe but i don't know i went i went to a saints game and just got like you just start getting fucked up at like 9 a.m yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i think i had eight beers before i got into the game <laughs> oh my god because i was with tj and brian and it was just on like in a different way than on tour on tour there's some different restraint but but there it was just dumb so i don't know i mean I, I, if you went to new orleans right now what would you do like how would you behave for a Bad. week if yeah, you're there for a so, one week oh how would God. you behave would you you stay with TJ or something? You know, mm-hmm. So he's right downtown, so you could just walk he's, where you uh, wanted. Well, he's Magazine Street area, which but, I mean, yeah, tons of. But cool also, what prep. else do you do there? I mean, isn't that it? And it's supposed to the main things you do there is drink and eat. Like but that's I mean, what that's, I'm saying. You get there and you're just like, yeah, we got to sit on the porch and drink, right. or you got to walk and get the drink and walk with the drink and like right. Walking with a drink is so great. It is it's unbelievable. Yeah, I love that. And coming from Salt Lake, where there's I feel like I have no culture to come into yeah. where TJ lives. He lives on he lives on a street where it looks like you would think of New Orleans. Wow. And the houses and the like. It's, yeah. It's shitty, but it's not, you know, like, right. I, I don't know how to explain it. And and everybody came over like that we work with. They came over one night and I made jambalaya. There's just yeah. 30 people there just being cool and drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm what I'm talking and, about? And you're yeah. starved for it in Salt Lake. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. So I'm just taking it all in. But how does TJ moderate that? You know, week to week, month to month. Well, I think he does better about it. But when he has friends in town, it's hard. I think he mm. was 
I think I I hurt him being yeah. there. <laughs> there'd be nights where we had to work still, but it'd be like midnight. We'd be like, well, we should probably wrap this up. And it's like, yeah, but could just sit on the porch and have one more. But it is oh New Orleans. So. Exactly. So it was yeah, hard. Yeah. But I mean, the Saints game is really fun. Uh, I bet it was. Yeah, who'd they play? I forget. They played the. I saw Tom Brady play. Oh nice. yeah, that's right. So we lost, that's but cool. I mean, I don't know how to talk about it. It's hard to figure out how to talk about New Orleans in a way where people understand. Yeah, but you shouldn't go there. <laughs> I love Wait. it. I wish I could live there. I did too. The whole time I was there, I was like, "This would be a good," but you uh, die. Die. But that's so maybe expensive. you go there for that. Yeah, it's a good place to die. It's a good place to die. Too. You, I mean, it's got to be more expensive than probably than Salt Lake, right? Uh, to buy no, a house? About, no, I don't think so. No, mm. it's not. Like, but, Toby, if you were there for a week, what would you do? Really bad things. I think I would do everything yeah. bad. You would act bad. Yes, I would go, this is my chance to really be bad. This week's <laughs> for me Yeah, <laughs> to be really sh- fucking shitty. Maybe I'll the do amount, that. The amount of ways you're saying that after a week you would do it bad makes me think you drank a lot for four days and then started going to strip clubs the last three. I go to the casino and gamble. <laughs> I'd gamble bad, worse than I normally do. Not yeah. not like the lighthearted yeah, stuff. And, the, yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd I'd be out, boy. <laughs> I'd be I'd be out. And then you would you go to Furnace Fest from there? Yeah, I did. You just no. wanted to go to Furnace Fest? No. Who's taking so, care of your kids? That's the part uh, I never can figure Grandma. Out. No, remember, grandma I have, flies in. I have good families. In Colorado? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, not yeah. even we, where you are? No, she lives in Colorado. She flew in and hung out with the kids for the week. Wow. So, wow. I mean, Cassie cool. didn't come down. To, Cassie came down to New Orleans like Wednesday. I was there on Saturday because I went oh. to the game. and So my job is based in New Orleans. That's the other yeah. thing. So it was a purposeful trip in that way. We went in, sure. went into the office, met all the people. But um, so Furnace Fest, Cassie wanted to see Blindside. She loved Blindside, yeah. and so whenever it got announced that they were playing, it was that type of thing. Like you need to make this happen. Like get us yeah. in. Like call your people. Like do whatever. Right. And so I did. I did hit up somebody at the top uh, <laughs> of the fest, and I was like, hey. what? Can can we just come for one day? And they they put you know put me on. So that that felt pretty good. I guess nice. I I thought got it, a little power. I mean, I a little a little, a little bit of power. I got I got. Did it feel like last year? Um, I don't know. It was a good vibe. I don't know if it was quite as special as last year. Sure. You know. Yeah. But I saw a lot of people. I mean, I hung out with people and ran in. I hung out with Gillespie a little bit. You did. Funny. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I fought with them a little bit. Cause we were What'd talking about hang- Well, we were hanging out, talking about hanging out in Salt Lake, you know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I was with the Emory dudes, blah blah blah. Salt Lake. He's like, and I, you know, we've never been super close or anything. I go, no, dude, we've been really close. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we've been so we've been so close, man. You just Over forgot. all these it's, twenty it's like, years, oh, we've been yeah. touring, but um. I think uh, like y'all should play next year if they offer it for sure. Like, yeah, it, 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 will. they executed well on it and it was yeah. still good. So, I I yeah, love the venue. I love Birmingham. It's dope. I mean, it's a great place. It really is a good yeah. spot to have that. But I'm wondering if all fest should go to like more like a 
Olympic schedule, like once every four years or something, <laughs> and then just blow it out. Because I, I think it, it just is hard. I think it. I think yeah. it really is hard. I mean. We we did the uh, we'll probably have JT on or uh, Rickenbacker on to uh, talk about it, but we did their it's for lovers fest and it was really good and they're planning a lot more next year, but we'll see. Yeah, Ridenauer. That's what we always called him, Rickenbacker. But so you don't have any good stories from Furnace Fest. Nothing crazy happened. It was well, just normal. Yeah, who murdered? Picture. Uh, who I, murdered? Who watched one band? <laughs> You didn't, I watched I mean, a blind you didn't side watch with any bands. You went that was it? Watch one band. Well, no, I did. <laughs> Listen, I when I say I didn't want to go, I mean I would not have gone through all that trouble to go to it right. if Cassie had not. Cassie loves Blindside, and they were playing Silence, that record that was. Popular. Did you get side stage? Uh, we yeah, we were we were we were up there. Wow. Now, all right, here's what's funny. I'll just go ahead and say it. Chad Johnson, he got me in. Yeah, he did not give me a a good wristband. Oh really? He gave me a peasant wristband. You had a peasant Ooh. wristband. Mm. Gave me a peasant wristband. Okay. Now that keeps you in your spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let you know where you at belong. the same time, I am who I am. Yes. And so I started working I started working it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I ran it. it. I ran I milked it. I ran into a guy and I was talking about it. And I, I made a little joke like, Yeah, Chad, Chad hooked me up, but he gave me this shitty, you know, regular person wristband. Yeah. And he had a uh, fanny pack full of staff wristbands and he gave me two and then gave me a bunch of drink tickets nice and i was like man this is the, the best like i it all paid off <laughs> <laughs> and if he hadn't gotten that to me i wouldn't have been able to hang out with all the friends that you know were there right because yeah. i ran into a bunch of people in the backstage area like last year that i otherwise would have had to be just been getting talking to bad christian podcast people <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're the regular where the yeah. peasants like, are. That guy. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> this guy. But uh that yeah, so that picture there, I ran into Bruce from Living Sacrifice, which to me is cool that he wants to talk to me because he's the Little Rock band and all that stuff. And so when he's like, Oh, it's good to see you, that that's cool. But this kid here walked up and he said, Oh, can I get a picture? And I was like, Yeah, he means Bruce. So I backed out of the way, like moved, moved aside. And he's like, no, I meant you too. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. <laughs> he wants to take a picture with me and Bruce. That's pretty cool. So he knew who both were. Yeah. He, he called us That's legacy cool. though. Oh, legacy. <laughs> yeah. Elder emo and legacy bands. That's really going around now. That's what, that's what people are saying nonstop. I mean, that's, yeah. that's I mean, that's I mean, what I'm feeling like. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's how people view us now. This like, classic wow, rock. I finally got to see Emery. I guess that's true. It used to be rock and roll, and then all of a sudden that music became classic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being yeah, We're in the classic that, emo phase. Yeah, we are. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're now this already. It's that fast. I mean, I mean, it's only Toby. Been a, you're going on a cruise. A little over a decade. <laughs> well, all that means Maybe is we were decades, part of the original. Three. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, part of that. Yeah. You know. And then there was maybe a lull, and then it kind of came back. We're part of the emo establishment, right? You know, either you know, there's a instant the institution itself. We're part of one of the its phases, not the earliest yeah. phase of development, but one of its earlier phases of development. We yeah. were part of building that uh, universal American institution known as emo. Well, it is weird <laughs> about like Furnace Fest. There's no new bands there. There's still some right. relevant 
bands there, like you know Manchester Orchestra or whatever, like that are still headlining big clubs. But yeah, yeah. We look at the lineup; it's not like groundbreakers, right. like people that are paving the way for the for the next generation. So, yeah, but some hardcore that, bands are like that. There's newer hardcore yeah. bands that are more that way, but is less hardcore yeah. bands not not at all really. And then the term legacy, I mean that it's things a little bit that's it hurts <laughs> that kid said that to me and he walked away and i i said to bruce i was like how do you feel about that he just called us legacy yeah and i was like shit and like i didn't know i was there yet i was like man he thinks he just said a really nice thing to me uh and bruce which it does make more sense for bruce because they've been around since the 80s mm-hmm. like living sacrifice started in 88 or 89 but uh it made me feel uncomfortable like i didn't I felt a little attacked. It's like software that's no longer supported, but you still have it on an old (laughs) machine that it runs good on. Like, it runs good, but there's no more updates for Pro Tools 6.4 on Mac, on those old Macintosh computers or whatever. Yeah. You have all the cracked plugins on. Yeah. But it still works. It's legacy. It's not supported anymore. But, hey, it still goes. It still works. And neither of us were playing, but we were there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about with the emo nights. It's bigger than the show. We played a show in Houston that was l- close to sold out. Uh, or, I mean, but it was what five hundred, yeah, yeah, like five hundred people. And then Gillespie went to the uh, emo night and did three songs there, and it was a thousand people there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there was an emo band that they. <laughs> That they would play on the speakers later that played live yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes down the road. <laughs> but they went to the recorded version. and That's that, awesome, though. Isn't that I wild? That. But when you it. think about cool. the cruise, y'all are all going to be playing live and stuff, but they're going to yeah. do emo nights on the cruise, too, right? Like, they'll have, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. They, they have, like, a cover band yeah, yeah. that's doing... Oh, they uh, do. Yeah. That emo cover band. Those shows are going to be more wild yeah than the actual shows i think that's what i think because there's more room for them to be involved in it yeah yeah i guess it's just more you know so you gotta eat that's why the hardcore is so that's why the hardcore music is more new because they keep pushing the boundaries of what moshing is and stuff like that you know what i mean like the interactive part is higher so that's what the demand like rock stars on a big stage with a gigantic barrier in a stadium. That's like that is kind of legacy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it, the closer and the more and more interactive it becomes, that's the the best stuff. The one with the crazy. So the hardcore gets a lot of that, and then the emo night, you just skip the band and go straight to the sing along. Because you know what I mean? It's like we, we come out and we did our first show after our records out and they're singing the words back or dashboard confessional. Wait, they're singing right. louder than he is. Oh, by the way, that's what church does. It's like the corporate singing. That's yeah. the, that's the hook is worship music, corporate singing, sing along dashboard that, you know what I mean? So emo night, just go straight to it. That's what everybody wants to do is scream their lungs out with a thousand people. That is yeah. what's fun or mosh. Unbelievable stage dive, crazy right. stuff. Like, but they have to be doing something where it's about them. No, no right. offense. I mean, they yeah. want to be involved because the opposite of that's worshiping rock stars that are set apart, which is annoying. Like that's old. I, I noticed that on a, when we did our one UK tour we did in 2012, 
after every show, there would be, they didn't call it emo night then. I would, emo night wasn't a thing, I don't think, in 2012. After every show we played, it would open up as a club and they would play emo and rock songs and stuff like that. And so nobody would be at our show, but then a ton of people would show up for that. Right. So right. It, it, like they pioneered that, I think, a little bit in England. Like a rock club, basically, is what it is. Well, they kind of did that in Australia too. Yeah, they? Australia's really okay. Yeah, longer wall, than they were playing walls in there and stuff like that. So America, so. we were pretty late to that idea, but they've been doing it. Well, over they, there. I mean, but they name. didn't have as much of the band, so they were doing that anyway. Does that make uh, sense? Okay. Oh, yeah, they were cool. already having to just. It's not like the bands were coming through every six, three months, like we, like it was happening here. So they had more reason to innovate such okay. things. All right, we need to pay a couple bills here, my friends. Um, And one way we pay our bills is we are writing custom songs. They are on sale right now. Mm. You get a custom song and handwritten lyrics. You can go to emorymusic.com to order. Uh, I was working on one today. It was It's great. Um, I always really enjoy this because it is just, it's not totally Toby from Emory. It's me from Emory, but I get to use these folks story. Sometimes they send in lyrics or certain things they want me to say for sure. Um, and so it's really fun and you can get it. That's why we, uh, they're on sale now because we're trying to get a bunch out for Christmas. We can only write so many songs. So if you want the best present you could ever give somebody, uh, order an Emory custom song, uh, go to emorymusic.com to order. Also, while you're listening to the song, what would be awesome to do like say you get a custom song for your wife or she got a custom song for you what would be an awesome thing to do while you're listening to the song have sex yes <laughs> right and what better way to have sex than the vibrations from the music go along with the vibrations from the vibrator fuck yeah are they you know I mean? are they synced you can sync them you can sync that they have a uh, sound operated vibrations now that it will go with the the music. Really, it, the For same real? as like you know lights will do that. You can do that with yeah. lights and the lights pulse with okay. the beat of a music or something. It's the same thing with the vibrations. If you had to pick a song to do that to, what would it be? Let me lick you up and down <laughs> till you say stop. It would be um, what would mine be? It'd probably be some R. Kelly song. <laughs> I might pick like a metal song. Rapid. Wake up, wake up. Lusper would pick Sound of Silence by Disturbed. Sound of Silence. That'd be the best orgasm you've ever had in your life. The intensity keeps growing and growing and growing. And thousand dollars before. <laughs> you just Plus blow just ecstasy blow Unreal. never been rocked like that before <laughs> <laughs> so you can get all these great things at marriage supply.com and if you use code it uh let's see it's all uh, use code all over um for 10 percent off um also emory land i mean we got a lot of stuff you can join here but you Emory Land, you support us. You get the whole next podcast, which is part due of this episode. It's out right. It'll be out right now as soon as you get done listening to this episode. Um, and 
you get Emery's catalog. We got a covers EP coming out. We're talking about putting out something for Christmas for the Emery Landers and stuff too. We got a bunch of stuff coming down the pipe. Um, and like I said, you get the whole uh, extra episode of this podcast. Um, and you get your name read. Mm. New, okay, I got some. New Landers. Who else got them? I see them. I got them. Okay, and got strangely them. enough, you know what? they they So for those of you who haven't listened before, you know, the clubbers they either send in a nickname or you know like their favorite serial killer or something like that this week it's the strangest timing they sent in their favorite synonym for milking it nice <laughs> oh wow can you believe yeah. that the timing that's telepathic yep. right there holy shit so we got trevin jim boy I don't accept that name, but go ahead. Trevin Jimboy. You don't think Jimboy, J-I-M-B-O-Y, is a legitimate last name? I don't think Trevin is a legitimate first name. Trayvon Jimboy. It's Trevin. It's Trayvon Jimboy. It could be. I don't think it's Trayvon. I think it's Trevin Jimboy. I think it's Trevin. Yeah, I don't don't think it's. Well, we'll have to get to the end of this. His favorite synonym for uh, milking it is sucking it. (laughs) (laughs) Extracting the okay. creamy yeah. substance, got right? It. Yeah, yeah. You get that again. Okay. Yeah. Now we got Blake Rimpel. Blake Rimpel. Um, his favorite is munching it. I don't know if munching that it. you know, like munching, munching it. You you feed you know that which is happens to be another one. Not like a squirrel yeah. does to a nut. Yep. Joseph Abadir. His is feeding it. Fuck yeah, feeding. We got Scott Swanson. Scott Swanson sounds like a fake name. Of course, yeah. right? Yeah, that's like... I mean, uh, he's yeah. running from something. You know, Samsonite. Uh, Samsonite. Hi, my name's Scott Swanson. <laughs> Scott. Scott Swanson. Swanson. Sounds like a normal yeah, name. That's it. A little yeah. too normal, if you ask me, Scott. <laughs> no, I swear to God. <laughs> Debbie and Tom Swanson are my parents. <laughs> Oh, Ugh. did I read his? Scott nope. Swanson. Nope. His is uh, Taking Nourishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Cerna. His is uh, also an S word, is suckling it. Yeah, there you go. Suckling. Is sucking, sucking and suckling are different, right? But they both start with there. suck, but there's that, that L means something different. Uh, what's different about what's it? The, like you a suckling. Suckle. A suckling Does it mean pig. the size of the suck? Is it, is it the size of the suck? Like the suckling. Suckling is something suck. you do if you are a. Uh, it, it might have to do with. Um, it's like you. If you are a developing puppy yeah. or like think a duckling right. can be suckling, is how to remember it. They say. Suckling pig is like a baby pig that it's is just still, like a baby. Yeah. yeah. Like a Can man. I, yeah, you're sucks, right. Yeah, but yeah. A duckling yep. is a suckling. Suckling, suckling is a primitive reflex, and sucking mm-hmm. is a more mature pattern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, can I so ask suck- a fucked up question? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. I'm just yep. curious. When y'all been sucking on some pregnant titties, y'all ever tasted that shit? Like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just curious. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you're sucking, not it. suckling. Right. Which would you prefer? Exactly. That, have, thank you for that. Is exactly the difference. Yeah. Which well, do you I, prefer, that's, sucking or that's suckling? The, that's the difference. I think like, I just suckling. Help. Yeah. Isn't suckling like where you know they talk about the latch? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's like the instinctual yeah. suck. Right. Get a hold of that. That's thing. like they can't. That's just what you, you put that in front of their mouth. It just it. instinctually grabs. So which would you suck. prefer to have done to you? <laughs> would you rather? Would, would you rather be suckled hurt. or sucked? I think well, we all know that the sucking does not <laughs> suck for them. What? <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? If you prefer the right, person sucking, I'm. Wait, would you rather be sucked? No, I'm Is saying, would you rather be have, suckled? Yeah, would you rather well, be sucked or have someone suckle you? Is the question. I, both. I don't know. I mean, would you choose I, one? Think or about the other? that like latch. This is getting too intimate. Think about that latch on your dong. That would. Hurt oh, you're talking about the bit. dong? I thought we were talking about our yeah. own nipples. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe nipples. I was just thinking whatever that people suck on the most. You know. Yeah. <laughs> what gets sucked on more, guys' nipples or guys' wieners? Wieners, definitely. Yeah, I guess so. But women, though, nipples or vajay. I think it's probably 50. Probably, probably actually, probably 70 20. Wait, that's, that's, Wait, that's not like 70 even. 20. And then the 10% butthole, obviously. <laughs> that's not. Obvi- you know what the 10% is. Anus. <laughs> well, no, women. Here, all right, here's the thing. Let's get real. Women, you got ears, get real. you got neck. You got one percent, one percent. Yeah, yeah, like you got one percent. Yeah. Butthole, twelve percent. Toes, toes. Butthole, thirty-three percent. Toes, probably three percent. All right, we'll see y'all on part two. Part two.